We spoke last time about a person being, being a Mishkan. Just like the place called the Besamikdash can be zeichet to Hashat Sashchina, just like the place called the Besamikdash can be used as a way to contain, to absorb, to receive a certain level of Ruchnius, a certain level of Bracha. Not only that, it becomes the place through which Bracha goes to the whole world. A person can do the same thing. He can become a way that he can be on the level, let's say, that he can receive bracha. And then he can transfer the bracha to everyone else. The level he can reach is similar to the Beis HaMikdash. Just like the Shekhin arrested on the Beis HaMikdash, we have the Alves. The Shekhin arrested on them too. But, we see an interesting thing. This is what I was going to talk about. Those Nadia's that even though before the base of Mikdash, one could make a Mizbech, bring a carbon wherever you wanted to. Once the base of Mikdash was built, so like the Gemara says, the Mishnah says in Zvachim, Nesra Abamus, it became the only possible place of bringing carbonus, the only possible place of doing Avaida. And even now that there's no base of Mikdash, we're living in the period of the Khurban, there's no option of building another base of Mikdash somewhere else. And this is the question. Why? Why does it have to be there's only one way, so to speak, to bring down Shefim and Hashemayim? One Beis HaMikdash. And it's being asked by people. If lots of people are zeichet to this Maida, each one has a certain level of Hashemayim. So why is it different when it comes to place? So the society I want to explain. This is really the Akdama to the next chapter, Perak Hay, which has a chance to start as well. And then it's like this. What's the process? How we bring down bracha? It's a two-way process. It's what the result talks about that. Shara Kavanis, how he explains step-by-step in davening. This is what we do. But the process of bringing that bracha is, first we have to prepare ourselves, so to speak, to receive bracha, and then HaKadosh Baruch sends bracha down. Now, there are multiple levels between us and Hashem. There are multiple worlds, if you want, between us and Hashem. Why do there have to be all these interim stages? So in the Ikrim Vadim, we explain this in detail, I'll just say it briefly here. And that is because it's too strong otherwise. If we come from a source of a complete, so to speak, 100% of Kedusha, we wouldn't be able to speak to this world, it would be too strong. And so I have the same idea as if you go to the power station and try to plug your phone into the, directly into the main cable from the power station. It's going to get destroyed. At that stage, the power is much too strong for for, for for people to deal with. And then we have to go through lots and lots of stages. Each one defines down, so to speak, minimizes the amount of koyach until they come to this world. The master, everything which comes, comes from Hashem. And every time we dive in for something, and there's going to be a response 
a new level of bracha, a new level of hatzlach, a new level of kedusha, whatever it's going to be, it's going to come from Hashem. But it's going to go level by level by level by level until it comes back to us again. And like we spoke about beforehand, what happens when the, the, those levels aren't in place? What happens when people get too much from Hashem, more than they are able to take? Exactly what would happen if you would, like I said, plug something which needs a, one battery into the wall. It's going to explode. It can't take the car. And that's what happened. At Harsinai, when Klaus said, we all want to hear Hashem speak, even though they weren't on the level to hear Hashem speak, and Hashem said, okay, that's what they want. He agreed to give it to them. What happened? They all heard. They all died. They weren't, they weren't able to take it. Like the Apostle says in the Shreshirim, Nafshi Yatsabadabra, when they heard Hashem speak, they died. Their body couldn't take the intensity. Okay. So thereafter, Moshe heard and Moshe spoke to them. And that's what I heard Hashem to say. Moshe was on, was on the level. Now, therefore, when we're going to talk about, we're going to describe briefly the, the names of the different levels that are between us and the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Because we understand that when we prepare ourselves here to get something, okay, that, that triggers a process in Shemaim which will bring something down to us. But when it comes down, it has to go level by level by level. Now, each level is responsible for the level under it. So let's say, for example, if the level we're going to call the level of the Kisya covered, which we're going to talk about still, wouldn't be able to receive for some reason. Things would get blocked there, let's say. Then all the levels underneath it would suffer because they have nowhere else to get from. The only source for anything is from Hashem. And therefore, if at a certain stage there would be a, an inability to take, to get, whatever's underneath it would suffer too. In a simple sense, we see this in this world. When there's no base of Mikdash, the Gemara says in Saita, the fruit lost their taste, the wheat lost its size, the world became less of a mock and bracha. Because if there's no base of Mikdash to receive Shaf in this world, so we made it, the amount of bracha the world gets is much less. So if at any stage along the system, which each level takes and gives the level underneath it, something would get stopped, that level wouldn't be able to take, so anything underneath would lose that as well. Now, the Mesa, most links on this chain, most levels in the system can't do things wrong. When we're talking about, for example, the level of the Kisya Kovic, we're talking about the level of various Malachim, they aren't Bale Bechira, they aren't able to do things wrong. So it's not that they, because of them, the world underneath them is not going to get, or the level underneath them is not going to get what it needs to get. But what is primarily important to us is people, because people can do things wrong. When a person does, doesn't do what he's meant to do, he blocks the ability of bracha to come down. So then what suffers? Which means, basically, in simple words, at what level do we put the person? Because what's higher than him is not going to make a difference to. And it's not going to make such a difference to. But whatever's lower than him is going to make a very big difference to because they won't get. So where do you put the person? How high up the, the scale, so to speak, or the system is a human being? 
So you're all going to say correctly, well, he's right at the bottom. Right? Here in this world, we're right at the bottom of the system. If we talk about the four worlds, their names are Atsilus, Bria, Itzir, Asir. So out of those four worlds of Atsilus, Bria, Itzir, Asir, we're right at the bottom of the Asir. So maybe the animals, maybe the things in this world are underneath us. But as far as the various levels that there are, the person's right at the bottom. That's true. But the Nefzachayim is going to tell us to be Chiddush. And that is, a person has a neshama. How much of the neshama, we said your neshama is inside of you. That's true. How much of your neshama is inside of you? So I've said this before in different settings, but I want to say it again, because whoever hasn't heard it, it's a very important you said to hear. A very important principle to hear. Well, Desire says it. Desire says it when he talks about the mitzvah of Chalitza. What's the mitzvah of Chalitza? The mitzvah of Chalitza is a man dies and he doesn't have any children. So what happens? His brother is meant to marry his wife. And what's the reason for the brother to marry, to marry, meant to marry his wife? Because when a man has children, so that's, they continue his neshama in the world. And the neshama of a child is a continuation of the neshama of the parents. So that person isn't disconnected from the world. He can continue through his children. The Gemara says in the first, the, the, the child is like the, the foot of the father. He continues from where the father left off. But if Nebuch, the, father, the man has no children, so now he has no connection to this world anymore. That Nisham has been disconnected from this world. So what does the Torah say? Let his brother marry his wife. And if, if, they, if they have a child, so we made it, will be Nikra al Shema Mes. That will be the kid to bring back down the Nishama of the dead brother. Okay. And if what? But the Torah doesn't force that. The Torah recommends it. It's a big mitzvah, it's a chesed even. The Torah doesn't force it. If the brother in law, as the husband's brother and his wife, are incompatible, they don't get along with each other, whatever the case is going to be, right? they, don't have to get, they don't have to get married. But then what happens? They're going to say, okay, we decided not to. There's a mitzvah called chalitza. Very unusual mitzvah. What's the mitzvah of chalitza? Really, the mitzvah, basically, man, what we really say, the echo point of the mitzvah is, the man comes to Bastin and he says, I don't want to marry her. She says, he doesn't want to marry me. Okay, don't marry each other. You, you, you lost the chance to the mitzvah. But no, that's not the mitzvah. The mitzvah chalitza, what it literally means is, she has to take off his shoe. Just take off his shoe. What's the significance of that? Why take off his shoe? What's it meant to do? Explains as It's made a connected matter. Why is it made Because when what the brother was meant to do was give his his dead brother a place to come back down to the world, create a child for the body of the, for which would, a body to house in the shaman, so to speak, of the dead brother. And listen to the next, next few words, because the body of a person in this world is the shoe of the neshama. And because he didn't want to do that, we take off his shoe. It's a symbol, symbolic mitzvah. Now, listen to what we just said. Yes, your neshama is inside your body, just like you're inside your shoes right now. Are you in your shoes? Yes, you are. All of you? No. Your foot. Your, the man says a part of you inside your shoe, but it's not definitely all of you. It's the very lowest part of you. Understand the same thing. Yes, the neshama is inside your body. Don't think for a second your whole neshama is inside your body. The neshama is much, much, much bigger than a person's body. I'm not just saying in size, I'm saying in level. The neshama is much greater 
much, much, much holier than a person's body could take. The part of the Shem is inside your body is the very lowest part which connects to your body. It's the same thing as saying that, that your, your body is like your shoe of the Neshama. It has Neshama inside it, but only the very edge of the Neshama. Just like your shoe has the very lowest point of your body inside, that's all. And then we want to know is, if the lowest part of the Neshama is inside my body, somewhere is the highest part. Where does the Neshama reach? Where does it reach until? So that's what Nefesh is going to explain to us, that's what we're going to learn today. Explains Nefesh HaChaim. Umash Perakei. Umash also Biritzoni Yisbarach Shmoi. What Hashem's Ratzon was, Laharki Vesa'odam Atachton, the Odam Atachton, the people in this world is us, but Hashem is Mark of them. He raises them. Lerashi Ha'ilamus Elyonim. To the top of all the spiritual worlds, she is Nagal that they're going to work through him. What does that mean? Like I said, every level determines what happens to all the levels underneath it. And therefore, because what it gets, it can give to the levels lower down. What it doesn't get, it can't give to the levels lower down. So every level, every entity, depending on the level it is, is really responsible for whatever happens underneath it. Therefore, Ki Yadu'a the way that the worlds connect, like we said, the number of levels, how each one connects to one underneath it. Every world, every level runs. The way it's set up in every detail in it, based on what it gets in the world on top of it. What it gets, that's how it can work. The higher world is manhig, leads the lower world. Just like the neshama leads the body. So in a similar sense, each world is responsible for to give the kayak, to give the energy, to give the life to the world underneath it. This is the situation, level after level. We talk about Kodesh Baruch Hu as being the source. He sets the original kayak, which goes down to the first level, second level, third level, fourth level, fifth level, however many levels there are. And it starts from him, and that, that's Mashbi on each level underneath. How does he know this? He's going to give you two rayas from two zars. The first zars in Bereshis, it says, V'chol alma, every level, the highest level to the lowest level, Me'reish razad from the highest point of the first thing Hashem created, Ad soifat v'chol dargan, until the very lowest point, Kula iyo dole each one is the level, which goes into the next level, and then one goes into the next level, and then one goes into the next level, dole go midah, dole go midah. Which means, each level becomes the neshama, the life, the kayak, which goes into the level underneath it. All the levels of Neshama, all the levels of life are connected. Each level of Neshama is Mashpia and the one underneath it. Each one is Mashpia. Nair means it lights up, the one underneath it. The inside, the most highest level, is called the Levush of Hashem. In other words, the level which Hashem starts off with. Sends first, that's the first level, and that, that goes from that level to the next level to the next level. And each one becomes, on each level, it goes, becomes the hashpah of Ruchnis, the one underneath it. So it's built this chain. This chain of each one is responsible for the level underneath. Right, and it's, it's not just the, it's not just the, the next, now he's going to give you, Makaris and Arizal says the same thing. 
He doesn't quote that. He just tells you where it is. So you don't have to read all the Marmokaimis. He brings about five or six Marmokaimis. He also says this principle. And the MS says he's going to tell us it's a Pasuk. The next paragraph. Right. We're going to talk about the spiritual world. We talk about four categories. The one is Lefanim. Those are the Malachim of the Olam Asiya. High that you have the highest. That's the Malachim of the Olam Hayatira. On top of that you have the Akisya Kavu, that's the Olam Abriya. On top of that you have Atsilus Kachis, Barakatsu called Olam Atsilus. So we have four Olamas. The Nishmas called Echad Hua Olam Shalaf. The Nisham of each level is the level on top of it. Where is its Ruchni is coming from? Where is its Chiyos coming from? From wherever is on top of it. Kamach Nehmar. This is a Pasuk in the Merkava of Yechesko. When Yechesko talks about the Merkava, what Yechesko says is he saw two levels of Malachim. The lower level of Malachim are called the Ifanim, the higher level of Malachim are called the Chayas. Right? That's the way we talk about them together. We talk about the Ifanim, the Chayas HaKodesh. Because compared to Ifanim, they are a higher level of Malachim. But what Yechesko saw is like this. Whenever the Chayas move, the Ifanim move. When the Chayas stop, the Ifanim stop. The Chayas go up, the Ifanim go up. You saw the one mirrors the other one the whole time. Whatever this one does, that one does. Right? Why? When Yechesko understands, the reason is because the life the Ifanim, the lower Malachim have is coming from the higher Malach. So the higher Malach does, he makes the lower Malach do too. And that's what the Pasuk says of when the Chayas go up, the Ifanim go up. And it says when the Chayas travel, the Ifanim travel. Why? When the Chayas go, the Ifanim go. When the Chayas stop, the Ifanim stop. It's a system. They go together. Why do they go together? They're separate levels, they're separate worlds even. The answer is, that's where the Kayak is coming from. And therefore, that's where the Kayak is coming from. That's what makes the Ifani move. It's the same thing, I guess. We talk about people in the world. We talk about each guy, each nation has a Sar. Right? The Sar is some kind of angelic force, which is responsible for the nation. Right? The, the nation marches to the tune of the, of the Sar. The Sar is what's getting for the Kayak of that nation on a higher level. And if the Sar is going to fight, the nation will go to war. And the side doesn't 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 fight the nation won't go to war. In other words, they don't realize it. Like the Gemara says in a few places, that uh, it's being mushba from the mano. I'll give you one example where the Gemara says it's a very interesting example. The Gemara says, Malchius If you see different countries preparing to fight each other, preparing to go to war, not that they suddenly or something happened to make a war, they they they're trying to make a war. They're goading each other. Inciting each other, miscarries. They megarry each other to war. You see, different countries like pushing each other to go to war. Chakei the ragdav shel Mashiach. Wait for Mashiach to come. Because countries are trying to incite each other to start a war, that means Mashiach will come. So the Mefarshim explained the Gemara like this. Like exactly this principle. It's not that the country here decides to start a war. It goes to war because the Tzarin Shemayim wants to fight. And therefore, the Tzarin Shemayim wants to fight. So the country is going to go to war. Why would the Sar want to fight? The answer is because the Sar feels that if the Sar in Shemayim wants to go to war, it will bring the country here to fight. Why? Why would the Sar in Shemayim want to fight? The answer is the Sar in Shemayim feels threatened. And therefore he has to protect himself. So basically he's trying to fight and that will put the nation here to fight. Go to war. But what's threatening the Sar? So it's one of two options. Either it's a different Sar which is threatening him. In other words, what was originally given to him for his nation is, is, is this, have a minute, it might be taken away and given to different nations, he feels threatened. Or, a sheikh might come. Because if that's the case, all the Sarim are going to do this. 
because they're only getting anything because it's not, it's not coming to us directly. But when Mashiach comes, when things come to us directly, none of them will get anything anymore. So therefore, if you see that people are looking, like, are itching for battle, they're looking to fight, understand it's not a story here in the country here where the, that, that the, the president or the king or the prime minister or whoever it's going to be is looking for fight. Understand that there's a, he's being led, so to speak, by the sire, and it, obviously the sire feels feel threatened, that's, and you have to know why. It could be because the sheikh's coming. The sire is like, how do you look the good sire or the good? The sire of that guy, the sire of that nation. Right. We see this again uh, by Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. It says, Klaish looked up and they saw Mitzrayim running after them. B'nai Mitzrayim they say, Acharem. And then Chazal say, they saw the sire of Mitzrayim chasing them. The Mitzrayim, Paris army, everyone else, makes no sense. They had just been beaten. They had just lost from all the Makkas. They were still recovering from losing all their firstborns. The country was in shambles. And now there's now the time they're going to go and chase Klai Israel. They just told Klai Israel to go. Right? But no. They re, re-rally and take everybody we're going to try and chase after Klai Israel. And Chazal said us why? Because Klai Israel saw the sire of Mitzrayim was chasing them. So we made it. The people get dragged along. Right? This, if that's what the sire wants, he's going to make the people do it. And it's the same thing over here. We spoke about nations, sending the highest, they find him, they lead each other. The high level will make the lower level work. Now, here we come to the biggest side. So we are. Yes, because all the sides feel they're going to lose their power, so they're all going to come in fact. Okay, now let's talk about something else. That's the point I want to talk about. This is the big Chiddush. So again, we understand the system. The system is Ashbah comes from Hashem, it goes into the first level, to the second level, to the third level, to the fourth level, to the fifth level, however many levels are going to be, and that's Mashpia on the lower level, because everything gets only from the level on top of it. So we asked, why is there only one track? Why is there only one track? Why is there only cut down one place? The answer is Pashat. There aren't multiple sources which the Koyach is coming from. The Koyach is coming from Hashem, only one place, and it's only going to, to one place, the level underneath it. Every place is only going to one place, the level underneath that. So of course, when it comes down to this world, it's only going to come from one place. There isn't multiple koyches. There's a, that, that same koyach coming from Hashem, which is just going level by level, to each, from each level to the next. Exactly the same place. The only difference was that it came down from Har Maria also, and then went to wherever the Mishkan was. But once the Mishkan comes back to the base of it can't go anywhere else. Now it's in this place. Okay. Now we ask the other question. Like we said, the Neshama of Klai Yisrael, the Etzlem, the lowest point is here in us. In our, in our, in our body, which is like we saw, Nash Nazar, the shoe of the Neshama. Where does it reach? Where is the, where, where's the top of the Neshama? Says the Nebuchadnezzar, We spoke about the level of Ifanim, Chayos, Kisei Yaakovit. What's the Nishmasachayim of the Kisei? What's the level on top of Kisei Yaakovit? In other words, higher than Kisei Yaakovit. That the Koyach is coming from that to the Kisei covered, and therefore that's going to run the Kisei covered. What's that level? What's the Nishmas Achaim of the Kisei? Who soid Sherish Ha'Elyon shall close Nishmas Yisrael. The level above Kisei covered is the combined Nisham of the whole Klai Yisrael. You want to know where our Nisham gets to? Above the Kisei covered. Shehu Yosir Gavaya, listen, Umo'oid Nale Gamiya Kisei. The Nishamas of Klai Yisrael, B'Sherish, are above the level of Kisei covered. And this is the biggest side of Mechia B'Zichaskel. It's one of the most difficult prakim in the whole Nacht to learn. 
what Yechezkel saw with the Merkava. But the point, the final thing he saw in the Merkava is he saw the, he saw the Malachim carrying the Kisya Kavit. And then he says, and I learned to see Me'ala Kisya. I looked above the Kisya. What did I see? Me'ala Kisya, Marikidmus Mari Adam. I saw a person on top of the Kisya. What's that? Neshamas of Klaistro. Where does a person's Neshamas reach? People's Neshamas reach? Klaistro. The Neshamas reach above the Kisya Kavit. Which means that's the level above the Kisya. The level above the Kisya is the close of the Neshamas of Klaistro. For those of you who are familiar with the terminology, we talk about a person's neshama as having five levels. What we call naran chai. Nevesh, ruach, shama, chaya, yechida. This is what we call yechida. The level of yechida is when all Klaishra and neshama become one. Yechida. It's all one unit. The connection point of all the neshamas of Klaishra, that's the highest point of, of our neshamas. And that point is above the Kesey HaKavit. And therefore, let's put back to what we said before. Every level only gets one level on top of it. Whatever the Kesey HaKavit gets is only from the level of Klai Yisrael's Neshamas. And therefore, what Klai Yisrael's, let's call the Yechidah, Klai Yisrael's united Neshama gets, it gives the Kisya Kavit. What Klai Yisrael's united Neshama doesn't get, the Kisya Kavit won't get. And if the Kisya Kavit doesn't get, the Malachim don't get. And if the Malachim don't get, the Chayis don't get. And the Chayis don't get, the Afanim don't get. Which means, the same system. Every level has to give to the, everything underneath it, and it has Mashbiyan, the whole system underneath it, because it can only get from what's on top of it. And therefore, even the Kisya Kavit only gets Whatever it gets from the neshamah of from the neshama of the whole Klaistra. It's a tremendous thing to think about. And now he explains what he said. No, that is behind it. Yes, yes. And uh, we said this. The, the, he's been miramised to lots of times until he said it now clearly. He says our actions affect ribe ribe vanilamus. Thousands and thousands of levels are affected by our ma'aseh. But now he's explaining what he means. What are these thousands of Olamas? The answer is everything. Everything from the Kisya Yaakovah down is affected by us. Because our Neshama of Klai Yisrael is above the Kisya Yaakovah. The MS is, it sounds like a tremendous Chedesh Nebuch Shachayim, but now if you look for it, we'll see the lots of Chazals which say this. He's going to bring some himself, we'll see that next time, but there are lots of Chazals which say that. V'huchon b'chesed Kisya that Hashem is only able to establish the Kisya Kavod when Klai Yisrael are for it. Because the Hashba, the Kisya Kavod gets, has to come from the Shemus Yisrael. And therefore, yes, the Hanhag which runs the world, which we call the Kisya Kavod, is based on what it gets from the, from the Shem of Klai Yisrael. That's something even higher than that. Kisya Kavod is the way Hashem runs. That's the biggest thing we saw today. The Raya's will bring, where's Hashem? We'll see one or two now, and then we'll carry next week. I'm, I'm skipping now the Hagar again, because it's off topic, we'll learn it separately. He's going to bring rice to the Yisraeli just said, and therefore after the Hagar, he goes back, he brings God to prove this. Hashem, you may be at the end, but Kerem at the beginning. How does he make a person at the beginning? The beginning? Hashem made a person at the end of the whole process of Barashis. Right? After everything was created, the last thing Hashem created was a person. But the Kedem of the Merkava. Hashem creates a person before the Merkava, which means before the Kesia Kavit. His Nisham was created before the Kesia Kavit. His body was only created right at the end of the Maisa Bereshis. Shemitzad Aguf, who Achel the Maisa Bereshis. His body was right at the end. Umitzad Sherish Elin Shal Nishm Sachayim Shalai. But in the highest level of his Nishama, who Kedem of the Merkava. He's created before the Merkava, before the Kisei, which is what's being carried by the Merkava. Gamma Vela Makisei. 
The entire system, all the worlds, in all the worlds lower than that, are all run by people's actions. What people do is more than the Shama. And it affects the level that the Neshama gets to. And as a result, is how much the Neshama is able to take. What we do affects our Neshama. And what our Neshama, the, the highest point of our Neshama's reaches, is what's going to affect everything underneath. The Neshama, which is going to a person, is above the entire world. Like the, he brings from the result. From Rechaim Vital, he says, The highest level, the, the most internal level of all the levels is the Neshama of Klai Yisrael. And then, a person's actions affected if a person is on the lowest level? Oh, so now you're asking an excellent question. That's why I'm going to explain the next paragraph. We're going to first get in the Haggah, we're going to see it by the Shem next year. And that is, so on the one hand, the person that they're right at the bottom. On the other hand, the Neshama is right at the top. So we understand that the Neshama at the top can affect anything underneath it. But how do I over here affect my Neshama up there? That's what we're going to learn about next time.